I, I, I thought you were going to go fact. Really? Because of the because of the old location, location, location. Yes, but all locations sell as long as they're priced right. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. What's up in the real estate market locally? How is coronavirus, you know, playing into all of this? And just kind of how do things look here in the area? Yeah, you know, I'm happy to report. I think my opinion is is that we are just about back to our pre-COVID inventory. And what I mean by that is inventory is still very low. We're still in a strong seller's market, but I don't see COVID affecting things. Now, who's to say? You know, they're saying this morning that we're, we might have a slip back and have to start closing things again. And so that'll be determined in the next show or the next show, right? But as of today, things are open. Restaurants, businesses, our office is open. Well, our office has been opened, but the Keller Williams Market Center is now opened and we are busy helping our sellers and buyers. Where we were a month ago was very low inventory and less buyers. Right now, inventory is still low. We still have less buyers than we did year over year. However, I see the buyers coming out again, if that makes sense. A week over week, so from last week to this week, Salem, Greater Salem area has dropped 15% in our listing inventory. This could become a serious problem this year as the inventory keeps going down. And we're seeing that across the I-5 corridor, you know, from Portland, Eugene, Mid-Willamette, which is Corvallis, Albany area in Salem, we're seeing just dropping inventory. So for example, in the last 30 days in the greater Salem area, we took 379 listings and we pended 862. So hmm. pending is almost double or, or even double of what we're taking for inventory. So we're selling things way faster than we're getting them on market. It's my job as the biggest team owner here in this Salem Keller Williams area to train and coach my team to bring new homes to market. So we are out there looking for sellers, who out there wants to sell their home, who out there wants to move up, move down, take their vacation money and buy an investment property. And uh, let's give us a call. We'd love to help you because there's buyers out there that are looking for homes to buy and they just don't have much of a selection right now. Well, that's a great point, Colleen. I think there's a lot to try to um, keep up with right now because there is so much negative news out there. This is kind of a bright spot to hear each week now, you coming to the table with some positive news and some positive things to focus on and think about. It's it's almost hard to wrap our minds around the good news sometimes. Well, you know, if I keep it to real estate and keep in my little real estate bubble, life's really good. But, you know, there'll be another conversation next week if we start to see these cases continue up. Um, And, you know, to be determined might push the market into another dip. Hopefully not. But right now we're just going to continue what we do and talk to a lot of sellers and help our buyers find homes.
Well, we're going to be talking a lot about both on today's show, and uh, so we are glad that you're with us. If you do want to talk to Colleen Benson a little bit about buying or selling a home, if it's on your mind, you're wondering maybe I should take action now. Um, you know, the only thing that's certain is I think this year is going to bring more uncertainty. And so, if you, you know, we kind of feel like we're in a little bit of a period of where we know what's going on, we know what the market is at least presenting to us how it is. Uh, if you're ready to buy or sell, you know, now is not the time to hesitate. I don't think. And so, if you want to talk that out and go over some of your specifics and what you're looking to do with Colleen and her team, I invite you to give a call or text Colleen to go back and forth. 503-830-9467. Have a conversation. 503-830-9467 and always online at bensonbrokergroup.com. All right, Colleen, you ready to play a little fact or fiction? Yes, let's do it. All right, so I've got uh, approximately seven fact or fiction questions. Well, I guess fact or fiction isn't really questions. It's more statements. So fact or fiction statements, you let me know what we're talking about here, fact or fiction. First up, the outside of your home is just as important as the interior when it comes to selling for top dollar. Fact. Okay. So you don't have to place more importance on the inside. Well, I don't know about that, but the first impression (laughs) is the first impression. No matter how good the interior of your home looks, buyers have already judged your home before they walk through the door, right? So you never have a second chance to make a first impression. I mean, it's really important to make people feel warm, welcome, and safe as they approach the house. So you definitely want to be aware and concerned of your exterior, um, your garden, your landscaping, you can typically, I, I would always tell my sellers, get 100% return on the money you're going to put into your curb appeal. So get that dark mulch, get that, you know, call that landscaper if you just need a little spruce up and don't have the ability to do it yourself. Give a fresh paint of coat to the door and make your, make your entrance welcoming. I think it's extremely important. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, I think we, uh, when we sold our last home, we did just that. We just we took that little extra effort to get a big delivery of mulch and spread it out. And then we, uh, for us, it was we had a gravel driveway, so we added the gravel, fresh gravel. Yes, you know, we we could have sold it without it, but it really helped pull it together and say, all right, these people have their act together. You know, it just it it gives you that, like you said, great first impression. If they've maintained the outside and it looks this good on the outside. They've likely done a good job of maintaining other things inside. So it sets the tone for for your home, which is good. Yes, absolutely. All right, so we'll call that one fact. The outside of your home is just as important as the interior when it comes to getting top dollar. Another fact or fiction question for you here. The most important sales factor is location. Fiction? What would you say? I I, I thought you were going to go fact. Really? Because of the the old location, location, location. Yes, but all locations sell as long as they're priced right. Okay, so so pricing, it sounds like you would say, is probably uh, the Price most and presentation, two most important things. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Most important things, price and presentation. And if you think about it, who has control over those? The seller, not the realtor. We can advise, we can tell you what to do, but uh, ultimately, the seller has the ultimate say on both. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, we sell homes in crazy locations all the time. Sometimes they sell in a day. My new listing out in Mount Angel, I would have never thought that that's a popular location, but uh, apparently it is. <laughs> <laughs> then all of a sudden you started getting all these phone calls. Yeah, high demand. You never knew. So, um, yeah, sale, 
location is important, but it plays into price. So if you are next to the I-5, your house backs up to I-5, sorry, you're going to have to reduce your price to make up for that location. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Mm -hmm. I like it. You threw me for a loop. I thought for sure that was going to be a fact. So there you go. Uh, Breaking the mold already. Fantastic. (laughs) All right. Next one. Uh, Fact or fiction. Real estate agents are pretty much the same. It's not going to make much of a difference. Well, if anyone watches Million Dollar Listing Agent, they they all do kind of seem the same. But that is a very strange. Yeah, that's re, that's non reality reality show, right? Right, right. <laughs> we all know reality shows are not reality. Yeah. Yes. You know, there's agents out there that are very part time. Do it on the side. Do it for a hobby. Um, it's very easy to get licensed, and. So once you get licensed, then what you do after that really determines what kind of real estate agent you choose to be. You can choose to be a very professional business owner and run your real estate company like a business um, with a P&L and a CPA and do all the things the way you should to watch your costs and expenses and um, your training and your technology and everything you can put your money and time and energy into. So the spectrum of what kind of education and style and salesperson your real estate agent is, is, is very large, like across the board. <laughs> very cool. Yeah. It's uh, all real. I mean, just think about any profession, right? Not all experts are created equal. So you've got ones that are extremely helpful, others that might be pushy, whereas some are going to be more laid back. I mean, personality plays a huge role in the people that you work with in any industry, and that's no different when it mm-hmm. comes to real estate. So, And some know their stuff more than others. Uh, some have better teams than others. There's, there's tons of difference in real estate agents. So definitely a big fiction one there. I could spot that one <laughs> as being <laughs> fiction. Uh, another one, Colleen, always choose a high list price to leave room for negotiation. Oh, this is a challenge I have with many sellers because many sellers absolutely believe this is fact and I'm here to say this is fiction. I mean, often we hear a seller's myth about negotiating room when they determine a list price. They they want to know how much negotiating room should I leave when pricing the home? But real estate doesn't work that way. In many ways, real estate is not like other types of sales. The very step in negotiating, the very first step is getting people to come see your home in the first place, right? And then the second step is getting your home at the top of their list. And an overpriced home does the opposite on both sides of that. So there's so many moving parts to real estate negotiation. We have to price to sell. And we want to have a price that shows the value of the home. So in negotiating, we are looking to price your home right so we get full price offers. And in this market, well-priced homes in great condition are selling in days, right? So when a home is listed at market value, as determined by you know your agent doing your CMA, your, your comps, the agent, the buyer's agent is also doing those same comps if they're a good agent for their buyer. So they're going to know if your home has been overpriced and then they will choose to skip over it. Very cool. And I think that it is, um, I think this this one that is very human nature to want to say, all right, if, if, if we want X, 
let's list you know ten or fifteen thousand above that because they're obviously going to offer below, and when we meet in the middle, we'll actually end up where we where we want to be. It's a normal way of thinking. It's like when mm-hmm. you go to a flea market or something, right? And you somebody's selling silk scarves or something like that, and you're like, oh, can I want two? Can we haggle the price? Real estate sales overpricing eliminates eligible buyers, and it's hard to wrap your mind around because you think you want to test the market and see if you can get more and see if you can have that money on the table for repairs and stuff. But those buyers are going to skip over your home because you're overpriced, especially in today's market. If we price right, we get maximum dollar for your house. Price it right. Do it the right way. That's a common theme on today's show, I think. (laughs) If you're just joining us, we're talking with Colleen Benson uh, here on Keeping It Real Estate, the radio show that helps you learn a little bit about the ins and outs of buying and selling homes in the greater Salem area. Some tidbits and pieces of information that might be helpful for you and love getting Colleen's guidance and advice on some of these things. More fact and fiction on the way on today's show, or fact or fiction, I should say. Uh, It's much more expensive to own a home versus renting. What do you think I'm going to say? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that one is probably a fact, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's not as good of an option right. in, in a lot of cases. You nailed it. Yeah. It is true. It is more expensive to own a home. However, in the long run, the way I like to look at it is you're putting money into your own savings account rather than somebody else's every time you pay that mortgage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great way to look at it. I mean, I think the math will, will bear that out. Sure, even if... Uh, even if your rent is the same as your mortgage, you're going to have repairs and updates and upgrades that you've got to make to, uh, you know, to the home. It's it's definitely going to be more expensive, even if your mortgage is a little less than maybe what you are paying in rent. In in most apples to apples type cases, that would be. However, but, depending uh, on where you live, I mean, your home's value can increase significantly, yep. which leads to a nice payout whenever you choose to sell. So. Yep, that happened with our first home. Very, uh, very much the case. So it just made that deal even better as that home value went up over the course of six years. Um, the, the deal kept getting better and better as that value of the home went up after purchasing it. So, you know, there's there's so many positives to buying a home. But the word expensive, there's short-term expensive, yes. But long-term expensive, probably not. Probably it not. probably would even out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great point. Uh, Also, I think the other thing we overlook too, I I mentioned like an apples to apples comparison. You'll notice, look at what you are, if you're a renter, look at what you're renting and then look at what you could get for the same price if that was a mortgage. Yeah. And often you're going to be able to get a lot more buying a home versus what you were renting. And so there, it doesn't become apples to apples at that point because you're talking about maybe more expensive, but look at the quality of home that you're in all of the sudden. Mm -hmm. Um, That needs to be taken into account too, I would think. Yeah, I uh, I just love it when I get a buyer pre-approved that's been a renter and I'm like, well, you're pre-approved for, I mean, you're paying, your rent is like paying on a $325,000 mortgage. <laughs> and people kind of, their heads explode a little and bit. And right? then what? I show them, I get online in the big screen in our conference room and I pull up what's available on the market and it's, and they're excited. Now, we have to be proactive in this market if you're a buyer out there in that price range because there's multiple offers on everything, but we can help navigate you through that. And uh, so if, you know, if you are renting and you're paying more than 1500 a month on your rent, let's talk about getting you into a home that you can own. Definitely. Yep. And if you want to get in touch again with Colleen, call or text 503-830-9467. That's 503-830-9467. Another factor fiction, Colleen, don't trust agents. 
they will say and do anything to make a sale. Oh. There is the sort of impression that, you know, you're not going to have my best interest in mind, right? Yeah, I don't even know what to say to that. I, I mean, we have a code of ethics we must follow. It's called the Realtor Code of Ethics. It prohibits unethical behavior. I mean, obviously, a few dishonest agents can still slip through, I guess. But all in all, most most agents are more trustworthy than they're given credit for. I mean, we survive on repeat business and referrals. We want and need happy clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one is a uh, kind of harkens back to the very first uh, f- to one of the earlier uh, factor fiction points we had about real estate agents all being pretty much the same. No, not true. And not being able to to trust and rely on agents. Also not true. Uh, you can certainly but it's going to vary. You know, there may be some out there that definitely are just trying to make the sale. Tell, yeah. tell you whatever you want. They, they want that short-term benefit of, of getting the deal with you. But I would say in my experience and all the agents that I've dealt with over the years, Colleen, that really doesn't seem to be the uh, the MO across the board. Yeah, no, it makes me sad that there's any of that reputation out there, especially because I'm passionate about coaching and training new agents into production and helping them learn you know, how to navigate through different situations with high ethics and representing their client to the best of their ability. So sometimes, you know, I got this call the other day from one of our clients saying, I feel like my agent keeps showing me homes in a price range that's higher than I can afford. Is she doing that because she wants more commission? And I said, no, absolutely not. Um, Let's look at really what you can and can't afford and make sure that, that we're all in the same reality. Because we are not showing houses that are out of, out of anyone's price range to get a little extra commission. We want what's best for our client in the long run so that they don't default on their mortgage. I mean, that would be horrible. And that they can afford the maintenance of their home so that in a couple of years when they're ready, you know, we're still in touch with them and they want to be our repeat business and work with us again. So by no means do we have any interest in in doing those kind of things just for a sale. There's just too much at stake, especially in this world with online reviews. And, you know, we we pride ourselves in our five-star reviews online. I think most agents do. So uh, just don't see it, not in this market and not in this world right now. Uh-uh. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, it's a great point, Colleen. All right, one more, and uh, we'll close the book on the fact or fiction topic for today. Uh, for sale by owner, we'll save you a lot of money. Well, that's a fiction. That is not a fact because the statistics say most people think they can save money by removing the commission you'd pay to an agent, which is typically about 25 to 3%, which is thousands of dollars, right? But... Um, what is the stat? It's like if you list with an agent, you're most likely to get 25% more for your home than if you sell it by owner. And that's a national stat, 25% more. So definitely fiction on that. You will not save money for sale by owner. And uh, a lot of people will report that the for sale by owner route takes longer, is a more frustrating process. There's so many other uh, we have before and will probably do again uh, shows all about for sale by owners um, and, and diving into all of the nitty and gritty of trying to do it, what that looks like, some of the struggles and complications that come along with it. So, yeah, very good. Nice mix of some facts and some fiction on this list today. Yeah, uh, since fun. we yeah, we talked a lot about selling here, Colleen, if somebody's thinking about selling their home in the near future and they want to kind of dip the toe in that water and do some early research research, 
What's a great way for them to go about that? So yeah, if you're thinking of selling your home, maybe you'd like to start with just kind of learning what your value might be. So we've developed this tool. It is a text tool on your phone. Just text the word listing to the number 77222 and we will send you a link that you can click on. And once uh, you click on that link, you enter your address and within seconds or one minute, you will have a value of your home, a range based on local market stats, not the uh, national stats you see on the third party sites online. So this will be just taking factor of your neighborhood, your local market, and give you an idea of value. And it's a great place to start. And then you can follow that month after month and see what the value of your home is doing. Very cool. Well, Colleen, thank you for the help here. If you want to uh, get the information on that and find out that potential home value, again, all you have to do is text the word listing to the number 77222. Again, text the word listing to the number 77222. It's uh, very accurate data, great early estimate to find out what your home may be worth. It gets the ball rolling on the process. So easy to do, only takes a couple of seconds. Just text the word listing to the number 77222. The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.